Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we show come a lot up of, with five sketch ideas. We show a lot of creativity by just mimicking what the other person's doing in a song. <laughs> Elsa, that feels like a direct attack. <laughs> it feels like a very, very early and very direct attack on my level of creativity. Well, I'm some, just would, saying... some would call it support. Oh, you know, and I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah, that. Someone would say, "I'm backing you up." Oh, that, that was that, that's really good. I, I actually look. I hadn't seen it like that. I had seen mm. it as somebody hearing something and going, "You know what that needs? What, what this song needs? A bit more of that." Yeah, and what could be more of an endorsement than saying that the thing that you're doing is so good that having more of that is all that this thing could could have? Wow. How could how could this be better than by adding more of the great thing that you're doing? Right, it's like when you taste you know, a meal and you're like, "Oh, I like the salt." How could it possibly be better than by adding a bit more salt, over salting it, if you will? Maybe you've we've we've uncovered a flaw in me where if I, I wouldn't hear, be at all surprised if I if I hear something that I do and I go, "Oh, look, that's okay," but then I hear more of it and I go, "You know what? I've just realised that this yes. is not okay." If anything, just less of that would have been actually ideal. I. Uh, I'm sorry, Alistair. What it was was what you were doing was so sort of powerful and dominant and, and yet unpredictable that I had absolutely no ideas about how I could what 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 I could do. To, Look, this is know. this is my solution for any anything that is uh, yes. sort of a it's a it's a big sort of river stream that's carrying you away, especially in a, an almost scat like form. Yeah, a river of a river scat. of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I'll, I'll always go high. Boop, yes. Boop, 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 boop. Do, 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 boop do. Okay. You know, like that. All right. Well, I, 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 maybe next time I'll try and go high over the top of the river of scat. I have a feeling next time I'm build, just going to go build high. Build a bridge. I'm just going to go. <laughs> All right. You, if you go high, that's great. Okay. Is there a I'm... sketch in the idea of somebody... Um, two, I... two musicians no. show up. To a jam session. Potentially, potentially. And um, one wait. of them's playing the drums, <laughs> and the other one's like, oh, I was also going to play the drums. That was exactly going to be my idea. Good. Um, well, well, I mean, it's not again, very good. Again, you've it's said the good. same thing that I was going to say, Andy. <laughs> uh, what a great start. Um, no, it was going to be it's something where two people do something, and then one, like a flaw, gets uncovered in the other person. <laughs> <laughs> Just the, the clear unveiling of flaws. Yep. Um, I don't know. Something in the moment when people realize they're not a great person. Okay. I'm. I, I'm. So, uh, I'm. Can I? Can I get a bit more guidance? Like, like, like. You mean like, like? Okay. So some sort of like, <laughs> just a conversation or like a social interaction okay, of like, some like, kind. Like to go. Yeah, yeah. It's a social interaction, or it's like. 
Okay. Uh, I mean, this is kind of I'm going I'm going to a, a more obvious thing first. That's okay. But let's say somebody's hearing about um let's say there's, there's something on the radio and it's going, "Well, this guy and he did this." And he goes, "Oh, that's pretty cool." And then he goes, "And this guy did and then he did this." And he goes, "Oh, well, that's pretty cool." Goes, and that man was Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> And he just realizes that he supports the Nazis. So, so what is it? Okay, um, well, a man he did uh, some paintings, and then he moved to Berlin. Oh, I guess yeah, that's cool. Like artist moves mm. to Berlin. That man was Adolf Hitler. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I think it's almost like it's almost like you know, and and all that he wanted was you know for uh, there to be national security. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you know, I'm just saying, like, like it's, it's people it's, finding out a huge flaw. Obviously, I'm mentioning here that these are flaws, and I went with the <laughs> Nazi one because I thought that would be more obvious. Um, yes, but the more obvious the flaws you overlook, uh, the uh, yeah. Okay, how about this? What about this? He goes, because what is that smell? Oh, is that is that barbecue chicken? Oh, oh, my mouth is watering. He goes. Where's that smell coming from? And so he's like, what? What smell? Oh, what? That? Oh, that's not... No. I think... There, look. There's a fresh dog shit there. <laughs> like that, right? And then this guy goes, oh, my God. Oh. I must love shit. I must love dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I see what you mean. Yeah. So, you're, like, you're... you're uh, you, you... And... and you know, you could you could listen to a speech in another language and say, "Oh, this sounds quite inspiring," and then discover that it's, you know, ho- horrific, right? Mm. I th- I think I think a it, it could almost be a, a, a recurring character who's like, it's just finding s- out. Is, is consistently finding out that whatever the situation that he's in, he whenever he has a genuine moment of unfiltered. Enjoyment or joy in something, yeah. it always turns out that it's actually something horrible. Yeah, right. Oh, oh well, what is this? Song? That's that smell. Oh no, my my dog is 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 burning to death. <laughs> what's that? So- what's that beautiful song playing? That's no, no, no that's pigs being killed at the abattoir. <laughs> oh, oh my god. So I look, look. I mean, I guess to to name him just briefly to summarize it is yeah. guy realizing that he's an awful person, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I, th- I think I think that's really good. I think um, it raises some interesting questions about free will and uh, you know the the nature of you know what it is to be a good person. Obviously, like you know whether or not it's possible to be. Mm. truly good at all if we're not really in control of our desires and our reactions to things um you know if you like yeah. and, I, and i think it would be fun to push this into directions of like more abstract things like if we can find a way for him to endorse a really sort of um divisive and destructive economic policy or yeah i i had this thought where he's um for some reason it's like an art installation where it's in the dark and his hands are through it. Maybe it's like his hands are through a... Okay, maybe it's not the dark, but but his hands go through a thing and there's a person on the other side and they're doing kind of 
weird things to his hands like that. And he's like, oh, that's weird. That's so weird. And at first you kind of just see them like squeezing his hands. Yes. Like that. And he's like, oh, that feels weird. Oh, that feels so weird. And they're kind of like massaging his hand. And then they like, you see them tickling his hand with a feather. And he's like, oh, that's weird. And then you kind of just cut to just his side. And he goes, oh, what's, oh, what's that? That feels so good. Oh, oh my God, this feels so good. And then you cut to the other side and he's got a knife in his hand and he's stabbing the person. What is that? He goes, what is that? That feels so good. Like that. Is that too graphic? Well, that that's quite graphic. I mean, but 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 yeah, I, I think that could work. And and it's it's almost a bit like the Rorschach ink blot test, right? Like yeah. like they'll show you just some shapes and you'll describe something really horrible. And apparently, like I was reading an article about the guy a guy who was using this to diagnose previously undiagnosed mental problems. Mm. You know, and 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 people were sort of just describing this horrific stuff and not really realizing that it was horrible, mm, right? right? Until until it was analyzed, and uh, yeah, and I guess so this what, is like, a bit like that. People were saying like, you know, and then they gouged the guy's eyes out, yeah, and yeah, uh, describing really graphic, horrible, violent, and sexual imagery. Yeah, right. And then and then the guy comes out of the room and is like, that. <laughs> Whoa. Um okay. But, but has that been found to be a like a credible bit of Uh look I don't know. I mean I say I read the article, you know, I probably skimmed a paragraph or two. Yeah. And uh I think he w- in the in the case of this guy there there was a specific case that he was describing and the guy had gone on to do something horrible. Yeah, right. Right. So he had turned out to be a bad person. I don't right. know if there's some sort of confirmation well, bias. You know, I mean, look, it, it sounds was... very scientific when I describe it like that, Alistair. You know, obviously, I think it sounds it sounds great. Uh, you know, obviously, it's it's bad. No, it's bad that that guy went off and did all those awful things to people or mm, whatever. Mm. But at the same time, it's really good for that guy's yes. research. See? And and I love science. <laughs> And pro- and progress and learning, es- especially examples that might skew my opinion of a particular science or Ooh. pseudoscience. <laughs> um, anecdotally, mm. yeah, mm. and that's that's and, and that is that is a love of science, I believe, <laughs> if I've ever heard one. I mean, I wasn't sure about science, mm. but then uh, a few people told me that it was good, and uh, my I, I watched a video of a, a, a mother. Online and the mother was really a big fan. She of was science. a concerned parent. A concerned parent, and uh, her point was that science is good. And uh, mm. and when I when I saw that, I thought, you know what? Yes, yeah, science is good. <laughs> I think that's good. I also saw, read read a thing. Apparently, they they have these kind of like drawing IQ tests for kids, right? Mm. Where you get them to draw things and for i think a long time people have been trying to get uh you know find ways of like th- working does this out mean, if kids are smart s- yeah or right? so that or we can finally categorize it we can work out which kids are no hopers mm. earlier on so we don't waste our time yeah. and effort trying to teach them or make well, them valuable members of society as soon <laughs> as we can physically and categorically mm. say you're a waste of space yeah to a kid the better because honesty is important and well, also, not wasting your time. In this article, it said that that gifted kids have, you know, that you can either like waste their 
you know, uh, I think one of the reasons why they want to separate them sometimes is because they can, you know, obviously, you, you know, talent can be wasted or whatever, mm-hmm. but also they have a, a real chance to become chronic underachievers. Really? Yeah. I don't know if that's a risk of... I don't know if that's it's if it's a higher risk than regular kids that are not gifted. Do you think do you think that maybe the that chronic underachievement is a is a kind of a skill in some way that they can master? Well, I mean it's they're so gifted that they're able to become chronic underachievers much earlier and absolutely much in, more aptly. And in new ways. In new that ways. No other people hadn't really considered. Oh, this is so us, Alistair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it feels like something that we've probably spoken about before. Maybe on the previous podcast. Is that exactly what we did? We talked about the Failure Academy, where you yeah, can right. recognize early the signs that somebody doesn't have what it takes. But this is where we recognize that somebody does have what it takes, and yeah. then we help them to not use that ability. To use that ability in the wrong direction. In the wrong way. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, in this particular study, they were saying that uh, that they found that there's certain things that kids draw... In these images, yes, that now they do know only the gifted children do, right? And there was things like previously undiscovered <laughs> equations that describe the nature of the universe. That's right. That's one of them. And then the other thing is like freckles oh. or or um, moles. Is very similar to freckles. <laughs> but if if the kids can tell the difference between what's a freckle and a mole, that's quite good. And goatees. Apparently, if a kid draws a goatee, mm. then they're gifted. Wow. I guess... Okay. Yeah. I don't know whether that counts for a flavor saver. If a saver. kid grows a goatee, <laughs> they're a write-off. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's, a, that's its own kind of gift. It depends what the occasion is, I guess. Yes. If it's a uh, some sort of fancy dress party. Is this really dumb, but mm. the idea of a gifted child, but it depends on what the occasion is? Like, like, is that a gift? Are you making some sort of a gift joke? Well, yeah, it's a gift joke. <laughs> but it's like, it's a gifted child for different occasions. Ugh. Like, I'm not saying that we actually gift the child. Yeah, okay, good. Um, but, but, but that uh, they have whatever gift it is that is, is appropriate. Yeah, so let's say, you know... It's a going away. It, or it's a communion, a first communion. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Um, what kind of gifted child would be good for a first communion? Well, I mean, I guess knowing the first thing about what a first communion is, yeah. which I don't. A kid that maybe <laughs> understands the ideas of robes and uh, sort of water, uh, and the intricacies of... Okay, so maybe let's not go with this no, gifted... No, but, but, too... but I think something <clears throat> something about recognizing gifted children Yeah, and... and um, because obviously one of the great things about being able to tell if a child is gifted or not gifted mm. is being able to tell a parent who is like, my child is so gifted that they're not actually gifted. You know, I mean, I imagine that yeah. would be quite a satisfying thing, you know, like like not, yeah. not from the point of view of the child or the parents, but for the person administering the test, if you've got an annoying parent who mm. thinks that they've got a special little angel who is gifted... Being able to tell that person that they're not gifted. That's my gift. (laughs) (laughs) I think that that's really funny. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's just that person who does the tests and then he's able to tell the parents, annoying parents, that their kid is not gifted. And then the punchline is, that's my gift. And I mean, again, this is, this is a bit similar to what we had in the, 
the previous podcast with the alien that comes down and basically does all of that for humanity and telling us that we're not going to make it off this rock. Right, but this is much more personal, and there's a child suffering. There's a so child... I think it's funnier. Well, you know, there's a child suffering because of the annoying parent, That's and right. that puts the annoying parent in their place. Mm. Um, we all learn something, which is that you should never support your kids. Absolutely. Well, you can support your kids, but you don't have to think of them as better than other kids. Yes, you can just, or if you do want to think of them as better than other kids, you can make them better. By not treating them like they're better than yeah, other kids. Yeah, that's interesting, right? The ultimate gift is uh, humility. Or, you know, if you can't achieve humility, you can substitute mild shame, self-doubt, and uh, self, uh, self-loathing. self Very go. good, you Andy. Can Very cobble, good. You can cobble it together. With cobble. The, with other personality defects. You can... You can approximate a good personality mm. by a sort of a, um, you know, that Mr. Burns Three Stooges effect of negative personality traits, right? If your arrogance and your uh, self-doubt, both quite negative things, if they cancel each other out, yeah. right, you can become a good person. So it's, it's, it's like being able to... Yeah, being able to um, build a stable Jenga tower out of uh, unstable constituents. Poor... Uranium rods. Yeah, and so... Wait, that that is... When you said Mr. Burns, you mean like all the... He has all the diseases and yes. none of them are able to get through? <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, that's great. Okay, so wait, is there a sketch in this? Um, look, I think there could be, yeah. Like, I think I think a self-help... Okay, it's, it's, it's kind of almost like a MacGyver approach... Yeah to um, self-improvement, right? Yeah. Where it's like, okay, we're not going to teach you any new skills, all right? Mm. We're not going to actually improve you or get rid of any of your personal problems. What we're going to do is we're going to teach you how to use your personal problems to good effect, okay? Yeah, okay. So let's say you're uh, you're constant interrupting of people. Yes, great. All right, so now... uh, could you use that to... Uh, well, think about what other personality problems do you have. All oh, right. right. You're, one, uh, you're, uh, you're, you're, you're constantly prevaricating. You never get to the point, okay? So imagine you, somehow you interrupt yourself, okay, before you waste everybody's time talking about other things and just get to the punchline. Yeah, yeah, right. So, so, so you're going... Uh, anyway, so... And, and, and that's why the dog... Uh, came Sorry, over. can I just interrupt you there, me? Uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is uh, that, you know, we should spend more money on schools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, good punchline. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, um, um, so, you know, you're, 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 you're jealous of everyone. Yep. Okay, but you um, don't... Uh, believe in yourself right yeah so you don't believe in okay now you see you don't believe in your own jealousy so your jealousy so those things sort of cancel each other out great you're constantly getting nude for no reason yes uh but you don't believe in yourself is that one you just said yeah i just just said we can't overuse the 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 lack of (laughs) self-belief okay 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 wait uh but you forget 
you forget what you're doing. Yes. Right? You forget what you're doing a lot, right? And so... And when uh, you're people, halfway through taking your clothes off, that can feel a lot like you're halfway through putting your clothes on. <laughs> so you start putting them back on. And then you're fine. Yeah, and then it just looks like you got a just a slight weird nervous tick. Yeah, buttoning and unbuttoning. Yeah. Um, look, I think uh, cobbled yeah, together... You know, you're just a collection of coping me- mechanisms. Uh, Positive... Uh, it's 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 called yeah it would be called like just getting by or coping as you know coping one oh one uh, or uh, uh, something about uh, you know you never um, you never wash your face but you're always crying people are always <laughs> so yeah just a little bit of uh, just get a little bit of uh, uh, what do you call it soap soap. A little, little, little <laughs> bit of face soap. Just rub that in with the tears. Clean face. It's because good good habits are so hard to form. Yes. But bad habits are very easy to form. And they almost form naturally. You, you know, you That's probably right. already have a lot already. So you can just cancel out some of your other bad habits by just forming a new bad habit. Yeah. See? I think that's... Uh, Alice said that's very well explained. Yeah. Right? Um, and... Uh, you know, if I if I were to say what had happened just there, I, I would say that you had cancelled out your failure to listen to my explanation with your desire to get the the last uh, have say the last thing. Well, in, I in I, I did very much struggle at the very beginning of that mm-hmm. sketch because I was writing down stuff and then I missed some of the beginning and then so I was well, you like did really very struggling. Well. You did very to try well to piece it together. Um, <laughs> I while you were saying the word cobbled. Earlier, I thought of cobblestones mm. and roads that are made out of cobblestones. Now, I think. Do you think initially? Yes. Because obviously, uh, these days we don't really go for the cobblestone streets, the giant yeah. rocks <laughs> that uh, that you put in the thing. Now that I, are quite rough and they're rough bumpy. and bumpy and things like yeah. that. Now, I reckon there was a flaw in thinking at the time mm. where they thought, "Look, it'll be easier to just." Fill the road up with many large rocks like that, okay, because they take up a lot of space and so we won't need to carry as many things around and we'll just, we'll, and then we'll make the road out of that. Whereas these days, obviously, we just grind things up into Very small dust. rocks. Yeah, and, 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 and very small rocks and then we put it on there. Mm. Now, because um, I think, imagine how, like, they all those rocks would have, they, they didn't just find them like that. They would have to quarry them still, wouldn't they? To yeah, yeah. So, so you're talking about cobblestones themselves? Yeah. I would say so. Yeah, they quarried them. They uh, they probably shaped them in some way, split them and formed them. Do you think that grinding... Laid them down? Like, oh, I guess they didn't have the idea of, like, making asphalt or anything like that back in those days. But it feels like asphalt is probably one of the oldest materials... Yeah, I mean, they've been using tar for a long time for various things, but I think I think the idea of maybe a, a whoever's making the decision about what it is that we should make the road out of, mm. right? If they've got some sort of a problem. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> Some sort of a mental problem where all they can think about is numerical quantities of things, right? And somebody comes to them and says, I'm going to uh, gr- you know, use uh, use gravel to make this road, bitumen. And they're like, oh, okay. How many bits of gravel is that going to require? And they're like, uh, oh, do some calculations, uh, probably 17 trillion. Oh, uh, seems that like sounds a lot. a lot of bits of gravel. Um, Could Tom, what, what was your proposal? Um, a, a big lumpy rocks. Okay. How many um, of those are going to need? Uh, 100,000. Seems like I mean, less. this decision makes itself, really, doesn't it? I mean, I'm going to have to explain this to my constituents. And when they say, how many things are you using to make mm-hmm, this? Mm-hmm. And I, I can tell them 17 trillion or I can tell them 100,000. I'm going to get... I'm going to get ruined in the papers Yes, if they report that I'm building a road with 17 trillion moving parts. <laughs> well, I'm moving at the beginning, hopefully not moving yes. later on. Stationary. Gonna, absolutely. Wasting taxpayer dollars on 17 trillion mm. when they could just be paying for 100,000. Guys. But then another guy comes in and he goes, uh, but I'm thinking we could, uh, what if we did this? I'm gonna. I've got an. Ap- I've got a spare air- airport hangar unused right now, and I'm thinking about building the road in there. One oh, piece. Yeah. <laughs> One piece. Prefabricated. Prefabricated. Single sheet road. <laughs> Single sheet road. Drop it in the place like that. Oh shit! I can. I can hardly see a way of improving. On see. That. Okay. See. Yeah. Because this is good. Because you're saying. I buy a hundred thousand rocks. You're saying I buy seventeen trillion pieces of gravel. Okay. But. Uh, Jono over here is saying, I just buy one road. Mm, yeah. And what is the thing that we want? It's a, a road. road. So what's the road? What's the road that you're making made of? Actually, don't tell me. Don't tell me. I don't <laughs> want to know. Um, I, assume, I'll, I assume you're making it out of road. Um, in order to get the road there, we are going to have to knock down most of the town just to sort of transport the road there by itself. Uh, is that going to mm. be okay? Mm. Well, uh, let me see. How many towns are you going to have to knock down? <laughs> just one. That seems acceptable. <laughs> That's not that many. <laughs> is this too dumb? It's it's pretty dumb, but I reckon I reckon we can make this work. I reckon it's a work. sketch? Yeah, I reckon it's a sketch. I, I, I can only think of one flaw with it, and that is... There's it's only not one of very them. good. <laughs> but other than that, I can't <laughs> see any problems. I think, like, there's, there's, there's something in that, like, like, okay, so uh, Hillary, Hillary Clinton, right? Yeah. People said that she had, she'd been in politics for so long, right? She had this extensive track record, which, you know, some of it was good, some of it was bad. But, like, whatever it is, there's going to be so many just by definition of being in politics for that long, mm. there's going to be so many things about her that you can criticise, right? Individual things. So yeah. like um, whether it's Benghazi or whatever thing you're harping on yeah. about, right? 
and people were saying, well, the Democrats should have chosen someone who hadn't been in politics for that long, right? Who didn't have this track record. And that's kind of this thing where, well, the only thing that's wrong with them is that they're, they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of with Trump, right? Yeah. The only thing that's wrong with Trump is that he has no idea what he's doing. And that's really just one problem. Whereas Hillary yeah. Clinton, I mean, she had a, you know, so many individual yeah. problems. And, and obviously Trump has a record of taking advantage of people and mm. doing mistrustful things and all that kind of stuff. But, but never as all... a politician. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which really does seem like mm. that genuinely was a big part of the argument was that, well, once I'm in as a politician, I'll be doing bad things, but I can do them for you. Mm. Actually, that was kind of a thing Tony Abbott used to kind of talk about. Like, he always used to refer to himself turning into a a statesman. Did right? he? Did he personally talk about that? Yeah, yeah. He would always talk about like turning into a statesman. You know. Wow. And and he's just never got that inside of him. Like he doesn't have that in him. He 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 believes himself to sort of like I think even now he might think that he is a, an elder statesman now and like that he's he's been through a prime ministership and he knows what he's doing now but he is still just just this awful flawed mm-hmm. needy kind of anyway yeah selfish uh, but so but I don't know if there was uh, yeah but but but, but it, like yeah I, I I mean the the satirical point I guess that I was making then mm. about politicians and there's only one thing that's wrong with him like can we can we heighten that in some way to be like you know there's only one one thing wrong with this candidate and that is that he doesn't exist right but once you i mean how long how Mm. long in the media cycle are they going to be able to keep talking about the fact that this person that we're nominating doesn't exist okay that's you know one or two days into the 24-hour news cycle all those stories about this person not existing, they've gone through the yeah, cycle, absolutely. okay? Yeah. And people are bored of reading about that, so the media's going to have to move on to other things. Yeah, and occasionally okay. people will still try and bring us like, but don't you think it's weird that oh, like look, he doesn't exist? we've talked about this. We've been through this yeah. earlier on in the campaign. The people aren't interested in that, okay? The people are interested in the future and getting more jobs and protecting our borders, Okay. The obviously uh, the opposition would like to harp on about this fact, but I'm not going to dignify that with a response. I've said everything I'm going to say about this. Can we please talk about the issues, our policies, um, oppression, <laughs> and uh, and uh, forced uh, slavery, forced slavery and oppression, yes, not uh, the voluntary kind of slavery. slavery. Well, that's good. Mm. Um, yeah. Look, I do like that a lot. Um, the only I've written down the only thing wrong with this candidate is he doesn't exist. Yeah, well, I, I mean, think, we could pick something funnier than not existing. No, but I think I think you could do. No, I think not existing is a pretty good thing. Yes. Because um, also, like, I think that's a logical thing where it's like, well, we need because I think you could just mirror exactly the 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 Trump uh, Hillary campaigns. Mm, mm. So it's that like, well, you know, she's. She's flawed because she's mm. been in for so long. Then we need somebody who's got, who hasn't yeah. been in for so long. Yes. And then they go, well, I know, but people don't really trust anybody who has gone into politics. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, well, how about we go for somebody, a candidate that doesn't exist? So how about we go for someone from business? Well, a lot of people in business, have, there's this anti, uh, they're still part of the establishment. People mm. are very against people from business because they, you know, they, 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 they 
shown that they take make money by um, making a, taking advantage of loopholes in people. And yeah. Okay, all right. So and so essentially, this person is not like for a, profit sector. Well, not for profit doesn't sound like they know what they're doing with money mm. and that sort of thing. So okay, well, what about? And so any attribute you mm. get is just like the the medium most liked attribute mm. of any candidate, and yeah. it's like an improv. You can just keep adding to it, and and anytime <laughs> something does. Anytime somebody doesn't like something, you go, well, well, that's true. And then he's also changed this yeah. about himself. And there's no record to go back and see, well, actually, yeah, you can't. What, um, about, what about if the candidate was someone who's in a box, hmm. right? And it could be anyone, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so everyone votes for it because I just want to see what's in the box. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think that's really good. <laughs> Who knows? Oh man, I think and all our policies are in this briefcase. I think that that might might actually be a different sketch. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, that like, oh man, <laughs> I've always I've, my part. My family's always voted Labor. I'm a I'm a big Labor supporter. I've always voted Labor myself. But I tell you what, I really want to see what's in that box. <laughs> <laughs> And again, that is a bit Trump. It is a bit Trump because there is so much ambiguity. There is Mm. so much stuff that wasn't explained. Hillary Clinton had all her policies worked out and developed and they were on her website and people didn't really care about that. But Trump was like, I'm going to do it. You're going to see this plan. You're going to love this plan. It's going to be the best plan. He's he's just making it up as he goes along. How are we going to take care of ISIS? I tell you, when we take care of ISIS, you're going to f- be- love the way that we took care of ISIS. <laughs> it's that. It's like, could oh, be anything it's in gonna here. It's going to be so good. You're going to be amazed at how good it is. You've never yeah. seen anything this good. How about the, do you, don't you want to know what colour the hair is of our candidate? <laughs> Speculations, Ralph, about what colour it could be. The hair he of- or she. You could be voting for a woman. That would be very progressive. <laughs> Oh. How would you? How would you? Will you be able to look if you don't vote for our, our uh, unknown candidate, and it does turn out to be a woman? How are you going to look your kids in the eye and say, "I had the opportunity to vote for the first female president, mm. and I didn't do it." Also, it the person who's in that might be the best president that there's ever been. They could be. <laughs> they could be. Yeah, I mean, it could be Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Do pe- are people allowed to come and shake the box? Yeah. And, like, listen to the box? <laughs> there's just a line up towards Capitol Hill where, where there's, there's the box. and the- Or maybe maybe just, like, some major people from the news network, some interviewers yeah. could come along and try and probe the box and learn things about it using mass spectrometers or yeah, something like that. Somebody just with, like, a, a stethoscope on listening and just to listening box. to the box. Uh, fort- I was fortunate enough this morning to get to spend some time with the box, and I... Uh, <laughs> I spent some time listening to the box, and I could I could hear. I'm pretty sure a, a a shallow and measured breathing coming from the box, and I remember I got a sense that this is somebody who is in control <laughs> of their bodily systems and is, uh, you know, they weren't rasping, they weren't struggling for air. They have the strength to be president. Yes. I think that that control over the body definitely means that that they would they potentially could have control over the whole nation. Of the things that we know they have control over, we're we're currently aware that that control is strong and uh, complete. I was also in the room with him uh, or her uh, with the box for roughly 5 hours. Now that's a long time to go without a, a bathroom break 
for the person in the box. And I would suggest that that kind of control shows uh, a real dominance uh, mm. over mm. over the, uh, the the body, like we just said earlier. Um, do you think that, like, obviously, like, once the election's over, the the box is obviously won, right? Mm. <sighs> would it be then a mistake once they have won to to let whoever it is out of the box? Or do you want to maybe save that for the second term? Right? Because because mm. then what are you going to do? You can't put then put them back into the box yeah. for the next... It's also great because then it's it's hard to be angry with a box. Yeah. Like if yeah. you know, it's like, oh, I don't like the box's uh, you know, healthcare policy. <laughs> you go, well, you know, maybe I do. And so this idea that, that you have an anonymous leader... Mm. I mean, then suddenly it's it, it could tur- it actually could turn quite evil because yeah. suddenly like you've just got a dictator that's you don't know who they are, but and they're ruling from inside a box. And you know, and then there'd be these uh, these skeptics that say, "Well, how do we know that whoever's in the box is born in America? How do we know that they even exist? There could be no one in the box." Yeah, I want to see documents that prove. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Box, 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 box. But bit, 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 box. Um, I think we've got six ideas. I think we do have six ideas. Is it? Do you think it's too short an episode? No, 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 Alistair. People are begging us to leave. People. Okay, great. Well, if you guys desperately want us to leave, well, then I will. I will uh, go through these these sketch ideas. We got man realizes he's an awful person. So through different, I think there's there's a real like journey to this guy. Yeah. We follow him in different circumstances, and he just finds out stuff about himself. He loves the smell of dog shit. It actually <laughs> makes him salivate. Uh, uh, he agrees with the poly, uh, policies of, 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 of egregious, egregious, egregious uh, dictators. Dictators. Mm. Um, but uh, but but only when he hears them out of context, or when yeah, he, yeah. yeah, like he yeah, it's. I, I but you know, I, and I think like really really liking a work of art and then finding out that it was a painting by Hitler or something but like mm. but also like whatever the smallest version of that is mm. you know drink some milk and it's like one day past the use by date but but yeah, for some yeah. reason it's the best milk i've ever tasted yeah huh. Huh. And then we I, got... I thought this idea that liking off milk makes you a bad person. <laughs> but, like, you know, these are all just little details that add up to yeah. a flawed human being. You know, uh, you're a disgusting person, mm. and mm. some people would say that being disgusting is bad. And I like that we can also, we're also defining their badness utterly independent from any of their actions. Like, because I don't think they do anything bad. I think they still, like, behave in a totally mm. upstanding and fine way in society yeah but it's just every opinion they have is wrong yeah it's what if what if you found out that you were evil for no reason Mm. is there something in like how when whenever somebody does something horrible they interview the neighbors and they're like oh he just seemed like a normal guy you know he's very polite and friendly (laughs) maybe kept himself a bit what if somebody did something really heroic and then they went and interviewed the neighbours, and then everyone was just like, "We thought he was a real piece of I'm shit." I'm surprised. I, I, yeah, I'm really surprised. I I had assumed as soon as he moved in that he was a piece of work. Like as soon as when you guys knocked on the door, I thought this guy has 
Well, it's well, happened. It. It's happened. He's <laughs> murdered somebody. The inevitable has happened. <laughs> He's murdered somebody. Yep. Uh, and wow, I'm amazed that he yeah. has done it. Uh, that that this guy had within him any capability for any kind of positive mm. thing, mm. because he is a dark cloud of evil, uh, and I am surprised. Uh, I, uh, his achievement. W- I every day we would hear screams coming from his house, and uh, you know the I I the, the the kids tried to tell me that it was it was just uh, him using his angle grinder in, in the in the basement, but I. I didn't believe them. I knew it was him doing horrible things to people. Um, anyway, it turns out the kids were right. So, should have listened to them. Yeah. He used that ang- angle grinder to save a person. Yes. It's life. It's life. Um, then we got guy who analyzes kids that are, are or aren't gifted and tells the parents that they're not. Uh you know, or he gets to tell the parents that they're not, if uh, that is the case. Mm. And he thinks uh, he's like, and that's my gift. That's uh, I think it's it, it's fun to shut down overexcited parents. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm one of them. So yeah, you know, absolutely. Do you think your kids are gifted? Yes, definitely. That's yeah, that's really good. They look gifted to me. Yeah, yeah. One and of them's got a really big lump in his head, like like he. <laughs> <laughs> Just his, 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 the front of his forehead. Yeah. It looks really big, and I'm like, there could be so much going on in there. Like brain. Yeah. Brain. Could yeah. be brain. Could be brain. Fingers could be crossed. anything. It could just be fluid. Yep. <laughs> but whatever has happened, there's something going on in something there. Something going on, and it could be something good, and I can't wait to see what it is. <laughs> What's in the brain? Who What's knows? What's in the brain? In the brain. What's in the brain today? But uh, then, in, in that sense, little babies are like the, the, the presidential candidate in the box. Where you've just got to you've got to raise them up mm. to see what's in them. You know? Well, that's essentially how they make the Dalai Lama. <laughs> <laughs> it's a version of what's in the box. Yeah, this candidate is in the box, and they train him to be whatever they want him to be. Yeah, it's a bit it's a bit warped that one. But I think that also happened with the with the monarchy. Somebody was telling me that they they only teach them certain things. Mm. Like when they're growing up, they go, "Oh, you don't need to know enough about this. You just need to know how you need to act in certain ways." and you know, your history of your family and all that kind of stuff. And then we just hope that you're not a fundamentally flawed person. Well, you just don't say much. I think that's also why they don't talk much. That's interesting, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Because even if they were, maybe that's why the system exists. Because even then, if they, even if they are a fundamentally flawed person, if they just don't say that much, mm. people can project whatever they want them to. Yeah, you don't want them to have too many strong opinions uh, mm. politically because then they might realize that they're they're actually a real burden on the system and that they shouldn't <laughs> exist and things like that. Um, then we've got cobbled together positive ab- attributes through canceling out negative attributes. Uh, I think you call that a, a jury rig? Jury rigging? Jerry rigging? Jerry rigging uh, goodness. Your personality, yeah. Jerry rigged goodness. Um, yeah, Jerry, uh, yeah, rig yourself you, to less to to being less annoying. Yeah, uh, we've got road manufacturer who only thinks of things in terms of the numbers of parts, <laughs> <laughs> which you know that's something. I don't know what that is, but you know it was a stepping stone that it's, allowed us to get to what's in the box, which. My favorite sketch of the uh, of course, yeah, the podcast. Uh, and then we've got the only thing wrong with this candidate is he doesn't exist. Uh, and that's or she, or she, <laughs> yeah. It's equally not a man and not a woman. Yeah, which is equality. 
Yeah, but then also, you know, just in case, you know, because you've got a lot of... Anyway, it doesn't matter. What do you do? You want to say that this this candidate that doesn't exist is definitely a woman? Do you want to say that? Um, no, 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 no. I mean, I I think you would be defining them. I think it's not like the candidate that's in the box. Sure. I think you are defining this candidate that doesn't exist. I think mm. you are saying like they come from a small town, from uh, you know, like you know, uh, working right. class parents who've you know built their way up and he's like you know he's a real like rags to riches yeah, kind of okay. story oh, you're right. self-made sure. self, yep. self-made person man possibly mm. um two kids two beautiful kids yeah uh beautiful wife beautiful wife. The, they're they're themselves beautiful mm, that's also all, beautiful. All, all very important mm-hmm. attributes for somebody who's making decisions anyway and they just don't exist they, the only problem is they don't exist but stop talking about that we've <clears> moved on <throat> Uh, and then the next one is a candidate in a box. It's, uh, and I think that is a very good sketch idea. Yeah. So that's uh, that's what we got for today. So. Thank you so much for listening uh, to um, to the podcast. Uh, we we really do appreciate it. We're part of the Planet Broadcasting Network with network. such fine podcasts as uh, just make the thing. Just make the just make the damn thing. Just make the thing. Just make the thing, and uh, the weekly weekly planet, planet and uh, Steel Wars and uh, don't you know who I am and uh, and uh, do go on do go on. You know, give do all those on. throw those people a listen. You know, I'm a big I'm a big big listener of do go on. Yeah, do go. And, and then do, sometimes they say my name on the podcast. Well, that, that's pr- when a successful podcast. Says your name, yeah, sometimes a, multiple times. Wow, I really big... feel like I've made my mark, and I will, I will live on. And 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 as long as that mark isn't a, a skid, mm, uh, of the skid variety, of the skid variety, then you are happy. I I sometimes refer to their podcast as Dugong. That's good too. Yeah, I mean, look, I just I like to trade in things that are good. So um, you can find us on Twitter at Two in Tank. I'm hi. at Alistair TB. I'm at Stupid Old Andy. And we're on. I'm on Instagram and Facebook, Facebook and all those kinds of things. You can uh, throw us a review. Oh, we've got some really lovely reviews we've recently, really and we nice really reviews. appreciate them. Um, yeah, thank you thank very you much. Thank you so much to the people who did that. We found out that you can. The, some reviews are in international, different. They like get categorized in different things, so you can't read them unless you have an app that allows you to check that. And I found one, and so now I was able to read some really great ones. And uh, all you international people, uh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we, we've we've found a whole new uh, world to now be sort of insecure and peg our self belief to. Absolutely. So that's very exciting. We've been doing a lot of pegging. Pe- <laughs> <laughs> and on, on that, on that, we we love, love you. you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want, it's, it's up to you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 